0: Although this podcast is based on actual events in the Bible, for dramatization purposes, the author uses internal monologue as a tool to invite listeners into the mind of the characters to hear some of their most intimate, unspoken thoughts. Personas of Faith will offer multiple perspectives that give listeners more insight about the characters' feelings, thoughts, and motivations. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Personas of Faith pilot. We just have two more episodes before the finale of season one. I wanted you all to have an opportunity to catch up on all the episodes and watch them in one sitting. So for episode eight, you'll be able to watch episodes one through seven. I'm currently creating a plan to engage listeners more so that we can have thought-provoking conversation for each episode. So sit back and enjoy. Welcome to Personas of Faith. Join me, your host, Michelle Unveiled, as I take you on a ride to experience the faith journey of some of our most famous biblical characters. Oh, you didn't know? The Bible has some of the juiciest stories ever, and I am here to give you the tea like you've never heard it before. Hear their truth through a dramatic monologue series that will strengthen your faith and have you coming back for more. Episode one, half on a baby. God did this to me. This is all his fault. He has prevented me from having children. Why would Abram want to stay with me if I can't have children? I've prayed. I've trusted God. And nothing. I can't sleep at night. All I can think about, all I can dream about is being a mother. I did what I had to do, what any desperate wife would do for their husband. I took matters into my own hands. And I'm probably going to regret this, but I had no choice. I don't want to keep feeling inadequate. I'm not getting any younger. so I allowed him to sleep with my servant so she could have a baby for us. God, the thought of him being with another woman drives me insane. (laughs) So many questions enter my mind. Will he begin to desire her more sexually Will he love me the same? Will they continue to sleep together? I mean, she is beautiful. She's younger. Why wouldn't he? God, and what? How, how do we explain this to our child when he gets older? I will never forget that night. The last thing I said to him before they went to sleep was, yes, Abram, yes, do what you have to do. Thanks for listening. For more of that tea, you can go to Genesis 16 and don't forget to follow me on Spotify. Tune in to the next episode to learn about the surrogate. Episode 2, The Surrogate. I must admit, this, this was not easy to watch. Another woman carrying my baby? I just wish I had never, never mind. I just have to wait this out. It'll all be worth it in the end. I am literally counting down the days until she delivers our baby. I've always fantasized about how I would look with a baby bump. Gosh, the thought of a living human being growing inside of me. It's just such an exhilarating feeling. I tell you what, I don't wish this on any woman but I trust God. I know that he has the perfect plan, but I'm just so trapped inside my thoughts. I'm too ashamed to talk to Abram. I don't want him to worry about me or feel like he made a mistake. I mean, he did do this for us. God, I'm have to give this back to you father god please please give me the strength this was harder than i thought make this make sense please remove the fear the doubt the insecurities and any resentment Help me to still honor Abram. Some days, I just don't look at him the same. I know, I know, I did this. Instead of waiting on you, I pushed him into her arms. And now, God, I'm an emotional wreck! Help me to manage my emotions, God, because I'm all over the place. God, I just pray that this doesn't put a strain on our marriage and we can just get past this. Father God, please give us the wisdom to take care of this child. Order all of our steps. I trust, I trust that something good will come out of this. Three more months. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify for real life, real faith, real drama. Tune in to the next episode. Things get a little bit heated with Abram and I. Episode 3, The Disrespect. Now, I guarantee you, if you were to ask any woman, they would tell you the same thing. Okay, so I think I might just lose it. I feel so disrespected by Hagar. This was such a bad idea. I knew it. Ever since she learned that she was pregnant, she just walks around here so proud. And I can't put my finger on it, but I just know there's something different about her. She's been acting real funny towards me, and I don't like it. The tone in her voice when she speaks to me versus the tone in her voice when she speaks to my man and let's not talk about the way she looks at me and the nerve she has she runs and tells Abram anytime she's feeling morning sickness or any ounce of discomfort and she just expects for him to wait on her hand and foot oh and I'm just waiting on the day she will ask him to massage her feet Now, here I am thinking we would bond and I would be there for her every step of the way. And she's completely excluding me. I tried bringing this up to Abram and he just brushes it off. One night we got into a heated argument and we never argue. So you don't see how she's been treating me, how she looks at me. How dare she walks around here like she's better than me? May the wrong done to me be done on you. Now I placed my servant in your arms and now she despises me. Why did you say yes? How could you agree to this, Abram? Look, Sarai, are you going to keep nagging me about this? What do you want me to do? What am I supposed to do? Look, everything I do for her is for our baby. You're gonna have to handle this. It's your servant. You deal with her. And do with her as you please. So I did just that. So I'm not gonna lie, I knew exactly what I was doing. I just couldn't take it any longer. She thinks she's gonna walk around here like she's number one and I'm some sort of side chick. I am sick of her. From that point on. I admit, I was rude to her. It was getting to the point where I couldn't even be cordial with this girl. (sighs) Yeah, I'll fix her. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify and tune in to the next episode and meet the baby mama. Episode four, meet the baby mama. Okay, I get it. I'm just a young Egyptian servant. I get that. But this whole situation with Abram and Sarai, is just messed up. No one ever asked me what my wishes were, and I wasn't given a choice. But Sarai was just so frustrated that she couldn't get pregnant, so she sends her husband to me so that I could sleep with him, so that I can have their baby. There was no conversation, no intimacy, just sex. I felt so violated. While the thought of laying with an honorable man like Abram is delightful. At the end of the day, he stole someone else's husband. This isn't how it's supposed to be. I had to truly put myself in Sarai's shoes. I mean, imagine knowing the promises that God has given your husband about having a son. She did what she felt was necessary, right? She didn't want to hold him back from God's plan. And in order to just get through, you know, I had to just tell myself I was doing the right thing. That I was giving someone a gift. But how can the right thing feel so (laughs) wrong? After I slept with Abram, my whole world changed. The night repeatedly played over and over in my mind, and I just felt like an object. I don't know what I was expecting when we were finished, but not that. He hopped right out the bed and he didn't even look me in my eyes. It was almost as if he felt shame. But if he felt that way, why? Why did he let it happen? I wanted to pray, but I didn't know what to pray. I didn't know how I should feel or what to feel. I've never felt so alone. I was just hoping I would just wake up and realize that this was all just a dream. What will people think of me when they find out? This is just too much. I have to just fix my mind on God's plan, on his promises, and, and just realize that it's not all about me. It's a bigger picture here. And God is using me to fulfill his promise to Abram, and he will have the son that God promised him because of me. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Wouldn't he just allow Sarai to get pregnant so the baby would come from his wife? God, I don't know. I guess guess this is just my life. I'm just all over the place with my emotions. One minute I feel just used and abused. And the next minute I feel like I'm some sort of hero. I don't know. Maybe I just wanted to be held or just reassured that everything would work out and that I would have the support I needed. But what did I get? The very opposite. I wish I could have just had a conversation with Sarai. Maybe she would have changed her mind. Well, the reality is she didn't. And neither did Abram. And now here I am. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify and tune in to the next episode. And let's see what Sarai is up to now. Episode five, wow and out. So let's see how Sarai is holding up in this episode. Now, the scriptures say in Genesis 16 that Hagar told the angel of the Lord that Sarai treated her so harshly that she decided to run away. Hmm, that must have been pretty bad. Now, the Bible doesn't go into specific details about what Sarai actually did, nor were we there to witness it. But hey, that's why you have me. To unveil a dramatic perspective of what could have happened. So sit back and enjoy. So I finally shared my thoughts with Abram. And well, let's just say things didn't quite go the way I expected. However, we were able to agree on one thing he told me I should do with her as I please. <laughs> For a second there, I almost forgot she was my servant, but ever since that night with her and Abram, humble servant was no more. I just had to remind her who was number one, so I just added a few extra chores here and there, and then the ultimate silent treatment. But the last straw for me was when Hagar left to go draw the water from the well, It's like she just deliberately spilled water everywhere. Now, granted, I did add a few unnecessary trips, but I warned her. If you spill another drop of water, I will send you back to refill it all over again. Pregnant women need their exercise, right? But then she runs crying to Abram, hoping he would just come to her rescue and have some sympathy for her. So, of course, here he comes in the house with this look on his face, holding multiple pails of water in his hand. I knew I was about to hear it. I just can't with Abram. Not today. I mean, the Lord will not put more on her than she can bear, right? What is that in your hand? Oh, no. Hagar! Now, Sarai, you've gone way too far. What? She's still my servant. (laughs) Oh, you petty. What did you do? I haven't done anything wrong. She will no longer walk around so proud. She just needed to be put back in her place. But if it makes you feel better, I will let up just a little bit. Well, you got to do something. It's only so much a person can take. So maybe I did take this just a little bit too far. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify and tune in to the next episode. Let's all have a little lesson on humility. You don't want to miss it. Real life, real drama, real faith. So last episode, we saw another side of Sarai. But ladies, let's admit, we've all been there. Maybe not this exact situation, but we've all been a drama queen at some point in our life. Oh yeah, she was extra. Some may say ghetto, ratchet-like. Or some of y'all just may be thinking she was acting like a straight, we'll just say heifer. But God, when we humble ourselves before him, just watch what he will do. Keep listening. I promise to bring you real life, real drama, real faith. Episode 6, Repentance Plus Faith. Father God, I think I may have taken things too far. She's gone. Hagar is gone. I've never meant for this to happen. I let pride and resentment just get the best of me. I keep saying that I trust you. And that I give it back to you. But yet, yet, I still take matters into my own hands. Father God, I'm tired. I'm tired. Please, please forgive me. It's like I wanted her to feel the pain that I felt. And it's not her fault. God, I'm so sorry. Please bring her back. Please protect her and keep her safe. How could I be so harsh to her when she's pregnant with our child? God, please. I need you to elevate my faith. You require so, so much more of me. God, what have I done? (laughs) Father God, I thank you in advance. I thank you right now for her safe return. I pray, I pray that you will just bless her. I, play. I pray, Lord, that wherever she's at, Lord, that you will speak to her, that you will touch her, that you will give her the strength. I pray, God, I pray that she can find it in her heart to forgive me. Please just bring her back. <laughs> thanks for listening don't forget to follow me on Spotify and tune in to the next episode real life real drama real faith episode 7 the encounter my time was up I had to get away that That was a lot. I couldn't take it any longer. I had no idea where I was going, but knew I needed to leave. I just kept walking and thinking of my next move. And then suddenly I hear... Hagar, Sarai's servant? Where are you coming from and where are you going? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. First of all, I'm thinking... Who is this and how does he know me? At first I was thinking, am I being followed? Is this a friend of Abram? Is Sarai trying to come for me? Who is this guy? But I answered anyway. I am running away from my mistress. And at that point, I could have just gotten it all off my chest then. I was ready to just pour out every single emotion I had and just explain everything. But I didn't have to. It's like he knew exactly how I felt and was able to understand my suffering. He told me to go back to my mistress and to submit humbly to her authority. Wait, do what? Then he says he would multiply my descendants so that they will be too many to count. Hmm, multiply my descendants? Who is this guy? He goes on to say that I was with child. Now, how would he have known that? And he says that I would have a son and his name will be Ishmael, which means God hears. Hmm, hmm. He said that my son, my baby boy would be a wild man and his hand would be against every man and every man's hand against his and he will live in defiance against all his brothers. And it was at that very moment, this mysterious man has told me everything about me and the future of my unborn son. This was mind-blowing. But it was at that point that I realized who he really was. The God who sees and was so understanding and compassionate enough to allow me to live after seeing who he was. I just had a conversation with God. Thanks for listening. For more of that tea, you can go to Genesis sixteen seven and tune in on the next episode. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify. Thanks for listening. I promise to bring you real life, real drama, real faith. Make sure to tune in to episode nine. Let's see what's going on with Abram or shall we say Abraham? Until next time.